We're back to the warehouses for the third Blitzball battle. Jimmy hates himself. Trevor walks off. Let's talk Blitzball. Welcome to the Blitzball Boys, the podcast about Blitzball and boys, but mostly about Blitzball. I'm your co-host, Brennan Ruppel, along with my fellow host, Peter Del Rey. Hey, Peter. Hey, Brendan. How are you, Peter? I'm the main host. You're the, you're the main host. I get co-host. You get, host. you get host rights. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm taller than you. Uh, if, if I do stand on my knees, you are taller than me. That, that is true. Cano- canonically. And I walk around on my knees with shoes on my knees. <laughs> That's what <one> does. <laughs> As you do. As you do. <laughs> As you do. Well, you know, we, I'm excited to be here right now because this is something I've wanted to do for a long time is just talk about sports in general. And I think this is one of the sports I care about the most. Yeah, fake real sports. Fake real sports that that's are on what, TV. That's what it is. Internet sports. Internet sports. I mean, we have and, we have a lot to talk about. Um, we're, we should really dive in because they gave us a whole double feature for this first one. Where do you where do you want to begin? Uh, new rules. New, new rules. Oh, good, 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 good. Um, if you saw Blitzball Battle Two, uh, there are there is a change of rules. There's no it's no longer two outs per inning. It's three outs per inning. That's a that's a pretty big one as we uh, yes. as we saw. Um, and then both pitchers have to play in the game because a pitcher can only pitch for a maximum of four outs. In a six-out game, that means you got to get two people. So that changed from last time. Yeah, that is Where huge. it was three, they can't pitch more than three consecutive half innings. That was the last rule, right? Right. I, th- I think this one makes sense. And I, I think they do kind of figure out the rules each time and they make them a little bit better. And it's, it's the tweaking that they're able to do. Yeah. And I guess each, each one of these tournaments is sort of a, a test of the rules. And some stick if they like them and some don't. But I think that's a good one. I, I, it seems like the whole crew is pretty on board for this rule. I mean, Chris Rose yelled into the camera it. at one point. That I love these rules. The rules. <laughs> yeah, he loved the new rules. And I did too. I thought it was awesome. No, it was awesome. It was Especially because like in these first two games, you know, I'm going to get worried when like Pinstripe Strong or We Got Ice has to use those rules because, you know, right. Joe's is not the best pitcher that we've ever Ooh, seen. Probably, the, probably the worst. And Zo, Zo yeah. uh, has definitely been working on more of his hitting than his pitching. I think his, his pitching has definitely gotten better. Um, but it, it was to a point where I, when he first started, I think he was throwing like his fastball was like 55 at, at max, like top speed. Wow. Uh, I, I think he's gotten that a little bit better, but I, I've seen much more progression from him on the, the bat side than the, than the ball side for sure. The bat side. The bat side. But yeah, I, I think the. Uh, oh, so get back to the rules. But the, the first two rules, I think, are the bigger ones. The other ones are smaller. Um, well, the other ones aren't new. They just like clarified a little. Yeah, I think that the, these the new check, ones came in, I think, during like stuff. the one inning league last time, maybe. Yeah. The checks in um, one I wasn't aware of. I like I like that rule. I think that's how they should do it in Major League. Like, at least there's. I like this Major check. Baseball? I like this check swing rule because it's like it's clear and concise and not so gray like it is in MLB. Yeah, but if if MLB doesn't have gray rules, then umpires can't make it all about themselves. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we can't have that. That is true. <laughs> we can't. We can't. Oh man! But so first then, game uh, of the yeah. tournament. Yeah, first game of the tournament. Baggage, baggage versus Halavias, which it, is something that I think everybody was excited about because they had such a good game in the last tournament. Yes. Um, Nikki, always a character. Always. Always a character, and I fucking 
love it. <laughs> Nikki cracks me up. Dalton cracks me up too. It, they're both, in different ways too. They're they're funny friends because they they're not the same kind of like like Nikki's like a fake douchebag. And when we first met him, yeah. he was a real douchebag. And now he's <laughs> yeah. like put that aside to like be the person oh that he God. actually is. And he still has some of that like net New Jersey, New York in him. But Dalton is just a sort of weirdo in the in the best way. <laughs> so funny. Like I, I love all of his walk up songs that he sings to himself. They're all so funny. I'll never forget the he days of his beautiful girl. Him. He did a little bit of he did like mid at bat ones in this one. Yeah, he like But you're right, the he end did of the game. It. He kind of just abandoned it. <laughs> yeah. Um fun fact. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're from like one town over from where I grew up. So they're like on the Jersey side of the New York border that you were on. What does that mean? The Jersey side of the New York border. <laughs> that just means Jersey. Yeah. Well, like, cause and you're, I'm, I'm not from so, New Jersey. <laughs> cause you're, you're on the New York side. I'm saying so like there's a border you're on <laughs> one side and they're on the other, like, but you're very close, but you're in two different States. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, I mean, sure, whatever the Jersey side of the the York border, the Jersey side in the in the I guess they would call it the New Jersey border, but we're from fucking New York. Come on, bro. Jersey, Jersey, Jersey. Which are are but, New Jersey accents that much different than New York accents? Because I, I I would I would say that Nikki's doing a New York accent. Like if think of like someone Nikki, from another country, Nikki's heard doing of. an Italian accent. Nikki like a, a Amer- Italian American. Right, you know? but it sounds like like my dad talks like Nikki does. You <laughs> know what I mean? He can't be as as drastic as Nikki though. No, my uncle is though. Really? <laughs> yeah, I do love it. I love when people like genuinely. You you hear like characters talk like this when they're being like absurd, but he, <laughs> this this man really speaks like this, and it's very funny. Yeah, I love him. It's nuts. I love him though. He is. I think the most entertaining player. I, I especially like the when he first came onto the scene, he was really funny in the way that he didn't really know who any of these people were, and he didn't know why he was there. And he's like, "These people are so fucking stupid. I hate them all." He did, I think he hated everyone that was there because he thought they were all weirdos. And now he's like, come to love how weird <laughs> they all are. But it's so funny, it's so funny to see his his growth as a as a person. Like these are the kind of storylines you don't you don't get uh, in real sports because you don't get yeah. the insight like this. His first his first appearance. Was when they played Blitzball against Frazier, right? Todd Frazier? Yes. I think he talks that about nuts. that on one I of I remember watching that. I watched it with Kristen the first time. And Kristen was like, this guy is a fucking asshole. Yes. <laughs> I, was, I was like, give him a... He's very clear. He's playing yeah. a character. Nicole loves him. Whenever he, he, got, she's on screen, she's like, I love the way this guy talks. He's so funny. Oh, my goodness. He, 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 it was he's on, I think, the Girls Room podcast. I watched a clip of it one time. And he was talking about how when he met everyone at... Um, at that facility that one time. Was that, was that in oh, yeah. Frazier's yard? That was yard? Todd Frazier's house. His I house. Think. So he, when he met them his, all his, there. Like, basement. Yeah, he, he says that he sees all these weirdos stumble out of this van, one guy wearing a fucking Yukon jersey <laughs> with nothing underneath. He's like, who the hell are with these the fucking Puka idiots? With shell necklace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So good. So I'm, I'm glad it's a good as an origin story for, for Nikki. But, yeah, but back, to, back to the blitz ball. Back to the blitz ball. It was played. It was sure played. Um, sure played. Do, you want, do you want me to rip a quick burn and we'll get into the gameplay? Yeah. All right. Let me let me do that. Let me find it. Okay. Oh, I don't have like background music for it. Oh well. It's short. It's a it? short one. Yeah. You want to sing it? <laughs> Nikki Cass starts game one and does his best impression of his fellow Italian 
Mario, by taking down the bosses using his famous pitch, The Long Shot, a term he uses also to describe Dalton's appendages. Jimmy starts to find it on the mound, but only after the plumbers break out the pipes by scoring three runs in the bottom half of the first. The founders start the second inning good with a few men on, but Dalton hates legal drama, so he slams the door shut on Team Baggage to win their first contest. And that's the game. Uh, I wasn't sure if you, you probably wouldn't understand the uh, legal drama thing because I it was a reference I had to make, I had to look up because I saw a few men. I was like, oh, a few good men. I think that's a book or a movie. And I looked it up and it is a legal drama. So that's why I wrote that the way I did. A f- second inning with Ooh. a good few men. So it's a stretch, but I think that's kind of how Nikki <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work. Cassano. Right. The second burn yeah, is think... better. <laughs> I promise. Well, it was a longer game. Yeah, there's more to work with. Uh, this game was awesome. Nikki is such a. I know I kept saying it already. Nikki's such a. He's such a showman. He and is. he's such like he's must see TV. Nikki, and is. I, I think he really benefits from their. Cause they've been starting to do this with the past couple tournaments, even like the single person, like the one in leagues and whatever else. With like the everyone's mic'd up now, and I think these, the, the, I think they've upped the quality of these every time since they started it. And this one, like they're, I, I love how they're now mic'd up to the booth also. So like, the booth can almost communicate with everyone on the field, which is great because those are the two of them up up in the booth talking back and forth is hilarious. And then when they can communicate back down to the field, I think that adds another whole element where it's another another person for these people to bounce off of as characters. I yeah. love it. It's. I don't know if they could communicate with the, the players because like. Oh, so maybe the players. I maybe they could just hear the players, but the players can't hear. They probably can't hear back because they don't have right. headphones on. That's yeah. That that's what I'm thinking because there was a point in the second game where like Chris Rose was telling uh, Dan Rourke that if he strikes the guy out, he'll give him two bucks, and he had to like yell. Oh uh, yeah, so they, they, so they can the best they could do is yell back down. So but they can receive every yeah. everything, but they can't give it. Um, okay. Nikki, it's so crazy going from like watching the original one inning league and seeing Nikki like just really struggle with the pitching and like especially yeah. the uh, the speed. Yep. To going to this where Nikki like straight off the bat had really no uh, he he didn't really have any like speed issues. And his movement was disgusting. Yeah, I, he's he Nikki, figured out that his like sidearm, little they call it, I guess they call it the two seamer, the sinker. But like the way it acts is almost like a lefty curveball. Um, and even though like they they know it's going to come every time because he only has that pitch. Like he only drops down for that pitch, so you know it's coming. But it, the way it moves is so gross that it doesn't matter. And even though they're at two completely, he's not tuddling his pitches at all. So when he throws sidearm, you know it's going to be the the long shot as he calls it. But just that the fact that it's such a different angle and it's such a different look makes it so hard to hit because both pitches move so so much. Yeah, N- Nikki's Nikki really was feeling it. He and, was, uh, which is hard. I think that would be hard it, for like the opening day, their first game of the bigger tournament. It looks bigger, everything looks better. You think there would be some nerves there, and he he definitely right. takes care of the moment. It's crazy because I'd see like if I was to put the pitchers into tears. It's crazy to see Nikki go from this like complete amateur yeah. to I would say like there's the tier of like Jack and Trevor. Which like right they, like gross it. stuff. Right. And control. Right below it, Nikki's He's like knocking there. on that door. Absolutely. And Dalton is fine too. Like Dalton was just as good. Well, yeah, Dalton, when, when Dalton well, like he doesn't have as 
good of stuff, I'd say, but he is one of the people that can pretty consistently throw strikes. Like he had a little bit of command right. issues today. Um, but I'd say, I think he's, I think the two of these are respected as a team so much because of the fact that their number two pitcher is still a number one on some of these other teams. Yeah. They're, they're going to be scary as this tournament goes on. Like right. as Dalton, like Dalton's already good. I think it was, did you watch the, the post game? Yes. Jimmy said there was five outs in the field. That's insane. Yes, yeah. And like that that's fair I think his point was like sure um we had a bad game but we actually we, we kind of did what we wanted to do by putting the ball in play, which is true, right. but I feel like Jimmy thinks just that getting the ball in play is going to win them games, but like a lot of that content was so weak and so bad. You need to make better content than what they were doing. I, I don't think you can just like do what he does and he likes to block the ball. That's not going to work all the time when these other guys are actually taking real like don't take full daddy hacks, but definitely <laughs> maybe take a swing yeah and so like a lot of these think, when you're watching replays like when they do like the the quick little slow motion replay of a strikeout so many of jake and jimmy's swings are like their swing path is fucking awful like i feel like trevor would get on them so bad they, they're swinging down and maybe that's maybe they're right. trying to do that on purpose but like at least swing on a, on a line dry like the, they they have such when their swings are good they look great and when their well, swings oh, they are yeah go on they're trying to like swing down because like with the exception of like Jack and Trevor, every time somebody throws a pitch, it's going to be moving down in that direction. Where Trevor and Jack right. have those risers, you know? Yeah. You know, you're right. It very well could be according to plan to just get it on the ground. I mean, especially in this warehouse, if it gets up in the air, it could rattle around the walls and ceiling and be an easier yeah. out. I mean, look at the last blitzball battle. Dan Rourke had a check swing that ended up being a double. <laughs> Yeah. And again, and, and I think we talked well, about this off air too. It. Dan Rourke's uh, one double in the, all of Blitzball that he's ever had was like a, a complete accident. The, the kid needs to learn how to take a full swing. I think, or at least get lessons from from Jimmy. We'll get to him, I guess next next. Uh, I mean, I, in the next uh, segment. Yeah, I have, I have issues with him. Awesome. And uh, but now to switch from uh, Love Yous to Baggage, um, Jimmy is like starting it's starting to become a theme with him that he struggles early in these tournaments like right. what was it the one inning league the first one inning league he famously said in his first he turned to Jake said he had the yips in his first game <laughs> he oh and he mentioned it like a couple times in this game in too in the game like, he did mention he himself always he always starts off tough i think that's he the problem too is that he knows that he's such a head case he gets it right in his own head it's not like it's not the, the events don't happen and then it gets in his head he's like already in his head about it before it starts and then is like it's yeah. a self-fulfilling prophecy in that way he's making it happen to yeah. himself it's crazy jimmy's exactly like me yeah that's exactly how i like, <laughs> like play any sport first big swing and miss like saying like he hates himself and then he's like i love in one full breath it was like fuck my fucking 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 hate myself don't talk to yourself like that <laughs> like a lunatic yeah. so funny like, at least he has the self-awareness to be like i gotta be nicer to myself i'm so mean to myself but i can't help myself and then, uh, what was his name? Uh, uh, just Chris Rose is just loving it in the booth, like how much Jimmy <laughs> hates himself. And so he's, he's so competitive. It's, and it's understandable to feel that way when you want something so badly. You just don't necessarily have, he just doesn't really have the natural athletic ability. Like he puts in work and can be good at this particular sport, but it comes so much easier to people 
that have just been playing the sport for forever. Like I think that's why Nicky Cass rises the ranks so quickly because he had the baseball ability. And that was part of the problem in the beginning where you have a natural way of throwing and like hitting, but then Blitzball is kind of a different animal. And but, but yeah. with his natural ability, he was able to like learn like, okay, I can't do I can't fall into my old habits. I need to learn how to play this game in particular. Yeah, it would I mean, to be fair to Jimmy, he did put it together at the end of the game. He does. Where he like, you know, that strikeout against Dalton it's for, it, it frustrates me inning. so much that he feels that he gets in his head because I think pitching is probably his his best attribute. When he's got that sinker running, like it is a, it's one of the best pitches I think in the tournament if he's got it right. And if he can dot that, if you can find a groove with it, it is it, it moves like no other pitch that anybody has. Like so many people have the same pitch, that is one that nobody else has, and I love that pitch. So I, I was glad that he was able to figure that out. Yeah, Jimmy's really good when he's you know not beating himself up. Yeah. But it sucks because he uh, only like, won't like beat I himself said, up when he's doing well. Yeah. I mean, end of the first inning. You saw it. It was a perfect example. End of the first inning, Jimmy strikes out Dalton, and it seems as though in his mind, like, all right, I'm fucking back. Yes. He goes in there, um, and, like, he gets a hit right away. Yeah. And it's like, oh, right. So it, it really is such a person Good that job, it translates, like, the, what happens on the other side of the ball, it translates to the... To the the other back to the other side, like it's it's such a a funny thing you hear about MLB players and how like well us being Yankee fans we hear about Stanton and they they, they want to play Stanton because if he's in the field it takes his mind off of just hitting and stuff like that and that it's probably true for a lot of a lot of sports. Yeah, yep. And I mean, like on Jake's side, Jake. I don't want to say that he went back to like his MVP status. Uh-huh. But Jake had a really good game. He did. It was it was Jake humble because he didn't get that many chances. He had he got walked a few yeah. times. Um he was seeing hit. the ball really well. Like at the end he was. of the game, he, yes, that's just before point. the final out. Jake the fucking at bat that Jake had at the end of the game was the most right. like nerve-wracking. It was two outs and Jake just like watches these balls go by that like just Not barely far off. The zone. Yeah. Not even, not at all. Like the ball, if there's a little gust of wind, ball gets moved over a centimeter. It's a strike. Yeah, yeah. If there's any positive we can find the from ball this, really well. Yes, that's exactly it. Like if we can find positivity from both of these players in this loss, it's definitely that at least Jimmy can find his pitching stroke once he gets into a groove, and that translates to him hitting better. And then Jake looks had great at bats. Like he, he didn't, you didn't see his power stroke yet. Um, but I think the way he's seeing the ball will eventually translate. I just I want to see some line drives from him. I think when we see him like hit missiles against the wall, is when we're going to see yeah. like Jake be back into form. And I, I I want I want that for him because I I'm personally a fan. I, I want baggage to do something in, in the tournament. I think they did get a little unlucky. Um, there was one play I think Nikki was at bat where he like hit a line drive that was like a worm burner and. Jimmy like stuck out his foot, and the ball yeah. like bounced. Yeah, off it. I was wondering all that I too. If that like would have been a double without the kick against the wall. Well, no. All I remember thinking is like, ah, if that was to the other side, I think Jake possibly could have made that, or at least catch. at least blocked it so it wouldn't have hit the wall and been a double. Right. It was well. Was I don't remember if it was a single or a double, but. I think I think it did uh, hit the yeah either either way but yeah it, it, I think regardless it was, yeah I think Jake would have had a chance to catch it so it, it it 
you know, you're not too fortuitous there. Yeah. And but, then you had the drop ball. That was an easy catch. And Jimmy knows. And that even got, he got more down on himself after that one. It was, you, you, you feel yeah. so bad for him in that moment where he's already kicking himself. And then he has got a chance and he just falls on his knees and holds his head. Yeah. It was, and Chris Rose keeps laughing was, at him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I was, I was worried that I was going to be like the unraveling of him. And it was going to be a five run inning. Yeah. So I'm glad he's able to oh. pass that. Goatee, not a good look for Jimmy. No, he I looks mean, like. Have you ever them. seen? <laughs> have you ever seen um, Master of Disguise? Yes, yes. <laughs> you know the bad guy in Master of Disguise? That's what Jimmy looks like. And then Jake looks like Turtle Turtle guy. Jake? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wonder what I wonder oh, what inspired the. Did they talk about this at all in pre or post game? The, the goatees. What what the deal was? Jake just likes having a goatee, and Jimmy was like, "Let's do it." It's funny. I don't, they didn't I don't talk if, about it, but that's Jake, my does, assumption. Jake, I don't think Jake likes having the goatee either. I think Jake maybe looks just as bad as Jimmy with the goatee. Jake just thinks it's funny. Jake yeah, goes yeah. in and out of goatees. Yeah. You ever see uh, Impractical Jokers? Yeah. My brother used to say that Q was his favorite because Q would go in and out of beards, and it was like true. If you ever watched like some of the earlier episodes, uh-huh. it would be like the first sketch, Q would have a full beard. Second sketch, nothing. nothing. Third sketch, full beard. <laughs> and it, 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 that's exactly what I feel like Jake is like with uh, the goatee. Because Jimmy usually, like, it was weird to see him without a full, he usually just has like a full like short beard, right? Yeah. I couldn't picture like, what is it? I know it's not that, but what is it supposed to be? And then Jake is usually just like clean shaven, I guess, or like 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 a little scraggly, maybe. Jake's got a baby face. I don't know. Yeah. He can't. He cannot. He'll grow a patchy beard for sure. Jake, like, looks younger than I am. Yes, and he and he always comments about on that. I think it, it was one of the funny ones recently was in the Booney interview, where he's like, "Yeah, you know, I, I probably don't look like I can even get into a bar sometimes, and sometimes <laughs> I look like older than I am." Jake said something like like yeah i'm 32 and boone was like you're 32 <laughs> yeah, i thought i was talking to a fucking child and like you're older than most of the players on my team it's nuts insane this game was great it was great a great great way to kick it off and i was worried that baggage would kind of go the way we saw them in the first inning i was worried they would go down without a fight and it would kind of just be like a, an easy win for love so I'm, I'm glad that they yeah. showed some some fight you know what I want to see? I want to see Jake talking more shit. Yeah, because I, I, I was Jake, watching some of the recaps of old games, and like the the Twinkle Toes fall is such a classic moment. I want to see more stuff like that because it's so against funny. Love Yous. Yes, yes. Jake is such a good shit talker. <laughs> yeah, because everyone knows, like, everyone knows him so well game. that like they know his shit talk is not really real, so he could go pretty far with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I want to see. Yeah, especially with the with how well they're mic'd up i want to see more i want to see people really go in on each other oh one more thing we like we can't we didn't really like you couldn't tell just watching this game but after you watch the second game these guys pitched a lot yeah oh yeah like, you, they you, threw you a lot pitch of pitches count up, right yeah jimmy had 38 nikki had 40 and dalton had 24 yeah. and like and they, they played multiple think, games per day right and like for nikki it's probably not an issue uh but like jimmy uh, historically, has come out of blitzball games being like, "Fuck my, my arm is killing me." Hurts so bad. Yeah, so I, I yeah. think that's going to be interesting going into like the next couple games, seeing like because you you see a guy like Nikki or Dalton or uh, 
Dan Rourke uh, or Drew, any of these, like, or the two Como guys, they're like 20, right? Like, the, you see them pitching like 40 pitches, 38 pitches, and it's like they'll be fine. They're kids. Yeah, totally. Yeah, because I, I, I used to have a rubber arm, but you don't once you get to a certain age. Right. Like, Jimmy has said, I think it was the last Blitzball battle. I, I could be wrong, but I think it was the last Blitzball battle. Maybe it was the first one where Jimmy, like, pitched the... It might be the first one where Jimmy pitched the semifinals, and he was like, yeah, my arm's fucking jello. I, think, yeah, I there's, know there's that some... Dan Canobio had that issue in roulette. Oh, and Dan yeah. Canobio was, yes. like, one of the better best pitchers in roulette, and then Jimmy couldn't really use him to his full potential in that final game. Yeah, because I remember them talking about it a little bit. Even, like, on field, they're like... If you can't do it, let me know. But I'm gonna put you in there as long as you can. But and, and I think yeah. even like strategizing beforehand, like I, I know I can't use you that that much because you pitch so much and you're gonna die. But I gotta use you a little bit. Um, the human human element is a, is a real factor in these things. So maybe that's even something that could sort of be a silver lining for this game too, because they didn't have to use Jake at all in this right. loss. Right. I I think. Um... I don't think that they should be that worried personally yeah. about missing the cut. Um, yeah, even if it's scary that one it, team misses it. Is it is eight it's teams, still only but one. one team misses. Yeah, yeah. It, I don't oh my think god! It's if, too, um, imagine if both times they do this, Jake is out of it both times. Like, <sighs> that would suck so bad for him. He can't. I don't think it's going to happen. No. I think that there's a clear, like, I think it's there's a one, a two, potentially a three, and then everybody's kind of grouped together. And then there's an eight, and I hate I hate that I'm saying that. Yeah, yeah. But unless Joe's learned how to pitch, I think that's yeah. the way it's gonna yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's crazy too. Uh, we'll talk about that when we get to that in a couple days. Yeah. Um, but I think that's it for this game. Okay. I guess let's uh, so, break down number two. Do you want to? Well, do you want to give us? Oh, all right. We we'll do it now. That makes sense. You're. We're gonna do. The player of the game. game. Uh, it's yours. First game's yours. I think this has got to go to Nicky Cass. Like I said, he he, he yeah. pitched more. He, he got the strikeouts. He had the big. I think he had all three RBIs. Yeah. Um, he he had a great day. And again, like showing up to the moment. The first game, everyone's so excited. People flew in for this, and you're on the mound to start the game against your bosses. He did a great job with. Do they the work for John Boy? Uh, I know Dalton does. Uh, Nikki does in yeah, some capacity, I, but Dalton does research I know for talking I saw, baseball. I saw a thing on Instagram, and I wasn't sure if this means that Nikki like works for John Boy, yeah. or if they're just partnered, because they did that thing where it was like Nikki Cast Media partners right. with John Boy Media, and I didn't know if that meant they hired Nikki. It's hard to say, because like, even like the the, blind, the lines are blurred a little bit with like the We Got Ice people, because they do their own content, like, but from the warehouse, like, and I know they both kind of work for... Well, they do work for yeah. for Jimmy and Jake too. They but. do work for. I, so think I think they work for John Boy for sure. Yeah. So I think they could. I guess they could partner their own. Like it's cool that John Boy to let their workers' brands like still flourish on their own and not just like absorb them. Like this is our whatever you make is ours now. So yeah. I, I appreciate about them. Uh, but yeah, Nikki Nikki Cass. Nikki Cass, congratulations. Um and play of the game and then uh, the play of the game. Um, I almost want, <laughs> want to give it to <laughs> Jimmy dropping the ball because it was just so funny the way he like. Wow, I, I, fuck I, you, I'm not, Brendan. I think that's, that's a different award. That, that's like my favorite moment of the game because it was asshole. so sad. But I guess oh my god, it, there wasn't like a big big play besides um, like, like Dalton made a couple of catches, right? Like the 
nothing like too insane. Like some some hits off the walls, rattling around. Up I there. can tell you what my play of the game was. If okay. you want, yeah, yeah. I think my the play of the game was Jimmy striking out Dalton at the okay. end of the first. Sure. I talked about it before. Yeah, because it got Jimmy back into it. Yeah, I, I get st- I get stuck on plays in the field, and I forget that you can have like that 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 definitely works much better. I like that. Yeah, that that was because what that I enjoyed most about. The whole okay, cool. Yeah, that changed the whole thing. Jimmy went back to, okay, I got confidence again. Yeah, and we love a confident Jimmy, and that, and that translates to future outings too. That yeah, helps a lot. and Brendan, tell me one. Th- what's one thing that you love? I love that fucking sinker, and I love I love future outings. No, that's not. I was going for a confident Jimmy because that's what I heard. <laughs> I love I confident heard Jimmy. We love a confident. We love Jimmy. confident Jimmy. We love a confident Jimmy. We love confident Jimmy. Jimmy talks a lot of shit too, but most of the shit that Jimmy talks is to himself. Yeah, and, and as much as I, I liked the the falling on the floor, dropping the ball, as soon as I laughed, I was sad. <laughs> so I, I didn't enjoy it all that much. All right. Yeah, you're an asshole, Brent. Yeah, I'm an asshole. Unbelievable. Let's let's break down <laughs> the second game. You want to sing for me while I rip this burn? Forgotten Rotten versus the Hook Line Stinkers. Oops, Sinkers. What are the seeds of these guys? One and eight, or no, know. one and seven. I don't know. Oh, because eight is. Uh, I don't think they're strong. not doing like the. Yeah, they're they're not, they're doing, not matching doing it up yet. But I, I suppose wasn't sure if you knew off the top of your head. I'll look um, it up. I'll tell you after the fa- after you uh, do the bowling. Okay. We call game two the noodle game because it's Dan versus Dan in this blitzball matchup. Forgotten Rotten starts the game by looking like they forgot how to hit. Then, uh-oh, Double D goes upper D to shock old man P and go up one zip. But, but we all know how this ends. Drew Davis needs some bathroom tissue because TP just made him take a shit on the mound. Forgotten Rotten <laughs> wins in walk-off fashion to start their tournament, obviously. Wow, that, that, that was, was fantastic. That was much better. I think the first one was practice, and then the the second one fell into place a little bit better. That was so good. <laughs> glad I, you, I'm glad I heard a laugh. It boosted my give me Jimmy confidence. I love this game. I came into uh, this whole thing thinking, oh, found it. Okay, I knew that this was that they were wrong. Okay, so Rotten is one. Mm-hmm. And uh, hook line sinkers is five, the five. Oh, seed. okay. And it, and they kept saying that Lovias were the two seed, but they what they put that. out was that Lovias was the three. What they put out on Instagram was Lovias is the three seed. Who do they have as the two seed on the in the graphic? Homo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's why I was, was talking about this. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was expecting the two seed to be because I wonder what I, it actually when is. When I did the fan voting, I put them for one because they're fucking actual blitzball guys. Right, that makes sense. Um, but I digress. Uh, <laughs> they hook line sinkers were the team that I was the most excited to look at to like watch going into blitzball. Like out of intrigue, uh, like well, what are we going to see? Three. Well, yeah, because like Drew Davis, we know from the past two uh, editions of the Blitzball battle. But Dan really stunk in his first Blitzball battle appearance with uh, the Southpaws. I, he was so unmemorable. I, I didn't even remember he was a part of that until we got the one in yep. league, Dan. I'm like, oh, he played before? This guy's great. Dan Dan was so... It was between him and Zoe for like... Yeah. In, honestly, for MVP of, like, the, of the roulette. I couldn't even believe and that he I had played like, baseball before so when I excited. realized that was, that was him in that other tournament. Yeah. 
I was so excited. I was like, well, he has played blitzball before. He played blitzball in like his backyard right. baseball arena with I've, his brother, yep. which is an awesome video if you haven't seen it. Yeah, I think, I, think that, I, remember I talked to you about this, and you're like, you haven't seen those yet? you got to go back and watch like the original blitzball lore, because I, I still haven't gone back and watched all those. I need to go do my history work. They're so good. But like, I was so excited because I was like, oh, shit, Drew Davis is really good at pitching. Dan is really good at pitching. Dan was hitting like crazy in roulette, and he was doing so well. His, his home run stroke was like perfect. It, it looked it looked yeah. so good. He was really on it. And then no one could and hit then, a lefty either. He was just throwing straight fastballs, right. and people were like this different look, and just they couldn't handle it. Yeah, and then he struck out five times in this game. Yeah, I, I think I think what <laughs> what we saw in roulette was too good for him. To, I think he just had an off game. I think he'll he'll figure it out. I have hope for him. I hope so because Dan is all Dan's pitching is fantastic too. Yeah. Like this game for the longest time was a game of strikeouts. And you really saw the difference between game one and game two because of the six outs, I'm pretty sure. Is it six outs? No, 12 outs. Yeah. Of the 12 right. outs, it was what? 10, Ten of them of were strikeouts in this yeah. game? Yeah. That's, Even Trevor, like Tre- Trevor struck out Trevor struck twice. out twice. Um, Dan struck out five times. Dan Rourke struck out twice. Rough. And Drew Davis struck out. Oh, and pitch count. Like what I was saying before, the pitch count. This one was a full half inning longer, this game. You got Trev throwing 19, Dan Rourke throwing 35, Drew through 37 in his complete Oof. epic collapse. Yeah. Um, and then Kenobio through 12. Uh, to end up throwing so, almost 40 pitches and then still lose the game is really, really tough. Well, well, he through. shouldn't have thrown 40. There were, it was like in that last inning... They just kept chipping away and chipping away, and Dan Rourke got like two walks. I think it was just in that last half inning alone. Yeah, setting up Trev to hit the grand slam, and like Trev is so good. And like I think I wrote in my notes that you uh, that you saw like Drew just let Trev see him one too many times, and like you saw it in yeah. the at bat beforehand. Um, yes, where Trev hit the ball to Canovio that he couldn't come up with. Because I, I think like that Trev Rose is starting to say it too up there in the booth. He's like, Trev is starting to see this this pitch, and he if you see yeah. it so many times, he's gonna he's gonna figure it out. Because he was fouling, he like went from like not being able to hit anything, like tipping the top, to of fouling it. it off, to like, like getting solid it. contact. Yeah, it was great. It was like you watched somebody understanding something in real time. It was so cool to see. Yeah, and that, that's the difference between a, a, like a professional player and these other guys where. One pitch, if it's good enough, will get the average player over and over and over again because it's just that good. But someone who understands how to adjust is an MLB-level player. He's like, okay, I see what this guy's doing. I know where the arm slot's going to be. I know what to look for, and I know exactly how the pitch is going to move, so I'm going to adjust. And that's what they do. Yeah, and Drew, you know, Drew kind of showed his age in a sense that towards the end of the game there... um, he was getting a little too excited. He was throwing the ball a little too hard on, you right. know, on pitches where he could have struck Trev out. What was it? There was two two pitches in a row for strike three. Oh yeah, where is the that, first that's one was I forgot about that too. Where like by the skin of their teeth they survived because it was like yep. a barely. It, it could have even maybe not have been a tip. Like we, no one actually heard it. But since he and maybe that maybe people in the room did hear, it, but they didn't see if it. Well, hit when the strike it was zone slowed down. When it was slowed down, it was a tip, but you really couldn't tell if it hit the, the pipe. On it was the very vague, yeah. So like that, that was it was so close to the game being over, 
right then and there. They uh, got saved twice. Oh First from the speed, Drew Davis having to do a redo on the pitch. Yeah. Then Trev's foul ball. Uh, and then, you know, he got a hit keeping them alive. Uh, then Dan Rourke just went up to the plate with no intention to swing at all. Which works. I mean, he, he, he understood the moment. Like, that, that, that that's a good way yeah. to play it. Especially seeing the way Drew was starting to get a little bit more wild. Um, it's Only a, they, for Rourke. Right. Well, it's like what um, Peter Boylan was saying. Like, sometimes when you know someone's up there taking, you can't throw it down the middle. That's all you want to do is just throw it straight. And yeah. with that in your head, it's just so hard to just do exactly what you want to do. So that makes total sense. I I, I also it, love that somehow. Well, yeah, you Trevor, used to be a pitcher. It, it's true. true? It, it's like partially what Jimmy has. It's like, it's almost it's like a pitcher's version of the yips. It's because like, it, it, it's that easy thing where it's just like get it anywhere in the box becomes like oh I have to get it. It becomes more of a specific thing. Like I have to throw it right there, as opposed to like well, and I th- I think it just really sucks you out. It's almost like when someone goes up to the plate and they do that thing where they like do a, they wag a, bu- a possible bunt in front of you and that's supposed to fuck you up. Like mm. like that, it's like that that sort of thing that does get in your head a little bit, or just like it's the yeah, pitchers are a head case, and then I guess all baseball players are a little bit of a head case. So any any, I mean athletes, athletes, athletes are crazy in general. people. Yeah, so that's that's really what it is. It's a mental thing. I mean, so yeah. I'm, some I mean, some people think, are probably better at it than others, but yeah, I think the big takeaways uh, from here from this game were if Dan starts hitting like he did in roulette, Dan and Drew are going to be a really dangerous yeah. team. Um, we should give Drew compliments too because he first half like owned the game. This was his game with like striking out Trevor. Drew's, I was watching this game and I was like, "Oh, easy, Drew's like, holy this. shit!" And Drew, when Drew's he, looked unbelievable and like hitting. Like he he wasn't a hitter before, and then he hits a home run dead center off of the best pitcher. Like, I was consider Trevor maybe a better pitcher in blitzball than Jack. Because sometimes Jack it gets too fancy with it and too cute, and like, he has so many pitches that he doesn't have a feel for every single one where he'll get a little yeah. bit wild, where Trevor is like, I am just a, he's almost like a Spencer Strider, where he's got the fastball slider, and sometimes he'll introduce a third pitch, but he has such good control over those pitches, where, look at his pitch count, he's, he threw 19 pitches, and he was, he's the one that got more outs, and he only, he got yeah. under 20. Like, that is so Four valuable. When, like, Jack, I'm sure, has had arm issues in the past, too, with how much he throws. I, it, this is, like, a, a long game, and Trevor knows how important it is to throw it over the plate so you can have that longevity. Super important. Trevor... 19 pitches and four strikeouts is all you need to know. But otherwise, like, first you know half of the game, I mean? yeah, absolutely. First half of the game, like, Drew, Drew had it, and like you said, like, the age showed a little bit, and he got overexcited, and that ended up making him a little bit wild, which upped his pitch count, and you, you have that uh, that contrast there for sure. Yeah. I mean, Trev said it. He hasn't touched a blitz ball since Blitzball Battle <laughs> it 2. It doesn't matter. I mean, like, it. They him and Dan, Dan has been, Dan is very much improved from the last time. The yes. last two times that he was in Blitzball Battle. But, like, Dan and Drew are going to be dangerous if Dan gets going. Trev and Dan, different Dan. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, did you understand? Did you like that? Was it the Dan, the noodle game? Did you know what I was talking about? Or is that too much of a stretch the also? The noodle game. Like Dan Dan Noodles? What is the noodle game? Dan Dan Noodles. I, that was part of the <laughs> burn. I said, it's a noodle game because Dan versus Dan. It's like it's Oh, a, it's a food. Like the It's a food, yeah. I've never heard of this. Really? Oh, okay. I know you like Chinese food or Asian food, so I thought maybe it would be something you knew. Is this a thing? You're not the first person to tell me this. What, that you like Asian food? I feel food? like I just like food. I mean, you've seen me. I'm not the skinniest guy in the world. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I just like food. 
I don't know. I I thought you were uh, were a lover of Asian. You like and American Richie. Asian cuisine. Richie texts me every once in a while. Our friend from college texts me every once in a while, and he's like, "Oh, I made dinner that's inspired by you." Now to paint a picture for those who haven't seen me, <laughs> I am very much an Italian man. Yes. Uh, and he goes, "Oh, I made a dinner inspired. By- oh, what'd you make?" And it's always like some kind of fried rice. And I'm like, why is this inspired? By <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what makes us think that. I, that's a good. That's a good. All right. And now I know Peter hates Asian food. No, uh, no, no. But it's funny because I was like, all right. Well, I'm gonna lose Peter on a few good men joke, but I'll get him for the Dan Dan noodles. Get- <laughs> <laughs> he'll love that shit. He's, he'll eat this shit up. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> pun intended. It's like he eats everything else. A fucking fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, but no, like they, Trev and Dan took a little while to get going. Yeah. Um, but once they did, it's like, oh, Vinny never left. Yeah, I, I was a little bit nervous watching Trevor strike out, but I, I forget like that Drew is good. Um, but watching him, I was like, mm, maybe he is a little rusty. Maybe he should have like picked up a bat. I don't know how much because we don't know how much he plays any kind of ball right. off the field. But then you like MLB player is such a different level that like, it doesn't matter. It's, it's always in you. It's, just, it's an it's eye thing. Crazy. The eye he's got is just different. Trevor's, like, his movement is so elite it, with his pitching. It it's is. It's so, so, it's so ease, too. It's with such ease. Him and Drew Davis. Because was Drew Davis the one who pitched the ball that, like, looked like it was way out and hit Trevor's bat? Yes, yes. Drew and Trev. Like, I think I'd put Drew up there with Trev and Jack. Just above Nikki in terms of pitching. Yeah. And then Dan, like, Dan can do it. Yo, was it crazy to you that Trevor, like, his first two pitches were 58 miles an hour and his next pitch was 68? I think Chris Rose was talking about that, too. He's really figured out how to stay below that cap. It's crazy. His, like, just the fact that I think we've seen time and time again other pitchers when they throw the ball and it's under 60 miles an hour, like, it's a hit almost every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Trevor figured out how to throw. Trevor and Dan Canobio, I think. Uh, I think it was Dan Canobio who kept throwing, like, at 55. But, like, their movement is so good. Yeah, if it's going to be that, that slow, it's got to be so much movement, and, and it is. Yeah, Trevor's movement is insane. Trevor had multiple pitches that started outside the zone either on the right or the outside left, the batter's box and finished either. yeah finished on the other side of the plate outside yeah, of the zone so much and so it much. made it got people to swing almost every time trevor's nuts and then sometimes it was dotting against dan kenobi like some of the strikeouts you couldn't even blame him on like he was dotting <laughs> he was piping over and over again a lot of these strikeouts you like yeah. you couldn't blame anybody i think there was one dan kenobi strikeout where i was like come on dan you gotta do better than that right but for the most part, it was like the strikeouts were coming because the ball came in and hit the side of the strike zone. Yeah. It was uh, awesome. un- untouchable. Uh, the the, the un- one thing I will say about Forgotten Rotten... Touch, except for the times where they got touched. Except for when they got touched. Uh, da- I think Dan Rourke, if, if he doesn't... It, it's, it's over now, obviously. But if, if during the course of this tournament, Trevor didn't do some mentoring on the side like between games and like try and like, at least... I think he should yeah. do some batting practice with him and like fix his swing a little bit because he does... He does not swing through the zone at all. He swings like, kind of like uh, you ever play one of those like baseball board games with marbles when you like pull back the trigger yeah. and like let loose. He that's how he swings. He swings like that where he doesn't have a bat path that mm. goes forward. 
Um, and I hope that that throughout the tournament we, we see like a, a progression of him having like a real baseball swing because his pitching has gotten big. He's kind of figured out the the max. Yeah, but of you the... don't need a baseball swing for blitz ball. No, but just like better than what he's got. I think I think he's got the worst swing besides Joe's in the tournament from what I saw I today. I knew you were going to say besides that. Joe's, it's the worst. It's the worst. <laughs> the uh, slander is unreal. It's bad. I mean, we, he's only got one hit in all of his whole career. Of, of I think yeah. the two of them only have a, a couple of hits between the two of them. Uh, yeah, I, but I, I, I want to see it because the the crowd really loves him. I, I love him too. He's such a funny character. I, I everyone just wants the Joe's best for or him. Dan. Dan. I want Joe's. I, uh, Joe's is kind of funny to flop around though. It's funny to Joe's. <laughs> I love Joe's. I love Joe's. Kristen too. loves Joe's. No, Joe's is just amazing. Uh, Joe's is in a, a different way, kind of amazing presence on the the blitzball field. Dan Rourke getting this mentorship from Trevor is so good. It's a, it's a funny he's contrast. Like taking it. Yeah, you could see him. Trevor's like giving him advice and him being like, "Yeah, okay, I'll implement that now." I, he, I think he even said it. It maybe in the pregame or postgame was like, "I take his word as law, and I'll do whatever he says." <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we want you want to talk about must see TV. Dan Rourke is uh, an entertainment factory. <laughs> this guy is awesome. He, you see him, he'll scream "fuck" before the ball crosses the plate. <laughs> It is one of the best things I've ever seen. Dan Rourke was swinging at balls three feet over his head. <laughs> and screaming and fuck then, as he was doing it. Yeah, and he screamed, <laughs> like, as he was loading up. He's like, it's inevitable. I'm gonna, this is going to happen. I love it. He, he's, he is so much fun to watch. I, I love Him, that, I love that they're Kess. also down to have this kind of player in there because if, if this is, like, a serious game, this kind of behavior does not fly on any any level of, of like, like, organized sports. But the fact that this, yeah, that this doesn't work. I love that this is able to live here because this is the one place it should live. And it's funny. And it's, this is really, it's about entertainment uh, and it is entertaining. So I, I'm so happy that it exists. Uh, but really, yeah. really good. If they're going to put Denmark on any team, good to put it on Trevor's team because you had the contrast of this being the, the champion of the previous two tournaments with the best talent on it. And then you add this character who's one of the worst hitters in the <laughs> game. But has this other factor of, of entertainment, so it's like you, you say, Trevor, what can you do with this? See if you could still win the championship with with this. Uh, yeah, and it's not just like, oh, here's like some idiot. Here's like a fan favorite. So I think that's an interesting dynamic. I feel like you're hard pressed to find somebody who's not a fan favorite in this whole. Tournament. That's a good point. Yeah, maybe like Como because people don't know who they are. That, the that's part. probably the only only team. Yeah, because because everybody else is, but is like, pretty beloved. Yeah, by the end of the tournament. People are gonna love Como, I'm sure, because every like, just going switching to like a business standpoint, right? John Boy Media as a business has done such an incredible job of finding people who fit the culture of the product that right. they're putting out, and we've we've seen it in Blitzball Battle One, Blitzball Battle Two, one in Ink League, um, what's it called? Uh, the floorball, floorball, and all that's the no. Yeah, like ball and play. The ball and play. They keep finding these people that fit perfectly with their audience. And I think that this Como team, like, I'm not worried about this Como team. I don't think I'm going to watch this Como team and be like, wow, these guys are fucking pricks. No, no, not like, at all. They, they they're going to fit in perfectly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So they'll become fan favorites eventually. But that that's what's so nice about this. That's right. Yeah, like, it's fun. Going into the thing, did you have a team you were rooting for going into the tournament? I, I think just because they are the ones that got me into this, I'm always going to be a baggage stand. 
I think I, I just I, and, as, and also because they're underdogs, which makes it more fun to root for them. You know, just, it's not like Baggers wins the championship every year. And like I love the Bosses, and they win every year. They're my favorite. But I, I think since they gave me the love for all this that we're doing right now, that I play when I get the chance, uh, and that they are not the best by any means, or like bottom half, I think it makes it more yeah. fun to root for them too. Yeah. What about you? I came in fully rooting for Hook Line Sinker. Oh, the, that's fun. For the reason that just because Dan Canobio. Like, I became such a Dan Canobio fan after Roulette. Yeah. And I was like, let's fucking go, Dan. Let's do this. <laughs> One thing, I was, so I, I was surprised I was about not having any um, Jolly Olive in this tournament. He's, he's going on such yeah, a Yeah, but he's the stats guy. I, I, yeah, all right. I, I guess that's why. I wasn't sure if that was the only reason why, if there's other reasons, or they just didn't have room for him. But he's he's a big personality in, in that locker room, too, as was surprised. I, w- I would love to see, uh, like, a Jolly Olive BBD. I want, I want BB, why does BBD never play? I guess he's a tech guy. He's but. too good. He's too good. Because he was, he was a part of all the original videos, too. Or a lot of them, anyway. Yeah. Do you know um, what they're making Jolly Olive into? I just thought of this. Uh, there was a channel I used to watch on YouTube back when we were in college where called Kick TV. It was a soccer channel. They did a lot of, um, you know, they covered European leagues, but they covered a lot of MLS, too. And okay. They, um, they had this one like character who played that I still I still follow him on Twitter because he's he was so funny called uh, Stat Geek. Oh, okay. Who, where he literally would just come up and do essentially what Katie Sharp does, on right? Talking Yanks, uh, and that's what they're tur- that's what they're going to turn Jolly Olive into for yeah. this. But okay. he did say himself, it's it's not a permanent retirement, right? Because yeah, he got good. He, he was he was. Not great until uh, he he broke out. It was in Blissful Battle Two, I guess it was. Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't know. How did you feel about him being paired up with uh, with Drew in the last Blitzball Battle, and then still being called Shea Station? Um, I didn't I didn't love that. I want if it's Shea Station, it's got to be him and Jerry. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Well, I guess like mm. since Drew Davis doesn't have an identity for the company, really, he's just kind of like the guy that floats around. He kind of takes on the He's identity the of whoever for else. Small battle. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's the only reason why it's passable. Um, but yeah, I, I, I get that. I would love to see. More. I forget that was Jerry was in the first tournament, right? Yep. Yeah, I want to get more with his long hair. I mean, I you know what? I would say I want more, um, like major league talent in the tournament. But also, like we just said, like oh, I was thinking about this. Here. I was thinking about this. <laughs> They should get. They should try to get. And I, I know that this is like lofty aspirations and yeah. whatnot. And you, you know, it's pro- they've probably asked and can't do it. But they should get like a team of David Cohn and Flash, yeah. and like oh just have God. them go at it. Could you imagine? <laughs> that'd be incredible. Oh, that'd be really fun to have. Like, because we we have mostly young people. I think the oldest people or are Michael probably, K. Any, anybody like that? But that'd be so funny to have the top of the the age spectrum right now is Trevor. Um, and he's a young. He looks like a young person. But to have like everyone in their twenties, and then just have two fucking geezers, would <laughs> be so funny. <laughs> uh, I mean, they, they're fans too, so they 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 like the company. I mean, one of them. I mean, they're the they're affiliated. Yeah, they're Yes Network. Yeah, you know, so they're affiliated. I mean, so I funny. would also love to see now they have this partnership with Aaron Boone. Uh, I would love to see they convince like Aaron Boone to come with like. Uh, fucking Matt Blake. Yeah, Eddie, during the offseason, that, like if they so do, awesome. a, if they do a blitzball battle when there's no baseball going on, right? When they I have would time. love to see them try to do that. I mean, the, the, the closer knit they get with this with this crew, the, the more likely that becomes. 
that'd be cool yeah or anything anything like but that any before, kind of content like that would be a lot of fun yeah but before we talk about the last game uh, like what we're waiting for for the next game yes we do have player of the game and player of the game yes now hit it i took play of the game from you for the last game so do you want one for this one um sure so i i, I guess this one for me would probably be yeah i mean the it's Grand a one Slam. of one yeah like yeah. what else is, could there be this but i, I hate doing that because I, I always get mad when there's like uh when they do top 10 best plays and I, I, all I want is web gems and they give you like, Oh, this home run. Like, fuck. No, yeah. I, I want, <laughs> I want, I mean like having plays, but I get it. At least with this one, it was, it was a big, it moment. was a nice end to a story too of like Trevor, like, I don't want to say struggling, but like Trevor, like, not being Trevor at the start. Right. He's like, um, I'm into, back. Like, I'm he's coming for figuring a... it out. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just announces his return at the end of the game. Yeah. Like people being worried, and, like, like, oh, new team, like, this might be the, the year that they finally get taken down. Like, oh, wait, they win this game, like, with ease, it seemed. Like, it looks like, even though they were so close to losing, it still somehow looked like they won it so easily in a weird yeah. way. I was so, I was, I wanted them to lose so badly just because, like I said, I've been rooting, I was rooting for hook, line, sinker. Yeah. I, but, I'd say um, I'm, I'm rooting yeah. for Rot- Forgotten Rotten second most behind baggage. Yeah. I, I wanna, mean, I'm rooting for a good time. <laughs> yeah, overall, yeah. So, so do and we, they always deliver. Do we know what um, tomorrow's matchup is? Yeah, we do. But my player of the game is Trev, <laughs> obviously. For the oh, story. Right. Yes, yes. For the Come story. On. I mean, it's got to be Trev. It's for the story. That's what I heard. I heard that it's for the story, Brendan. It's for the story. Um, But, yeah. Tomorrow's matchup is Pinstripe versus a We Got Ice. Okay. I mean, I think everyone it's kind of be... has got to be picking We Got Ice for this one. Um, but we, I mean, we... I don't know. Zoe has to pitch. Zoe has to pitch. We want to see what that looks like. We want to see if Joe's has worked on his pitching and hitting because both need work. Um, right. Lou Deb, I think, needs to have a breakout season. Because he, he is supposed to be very good, and I feel like he never got fully came to stardom. But I think if Lou Deb can maybe carry this team a little bit and he just has to, happens to have his big season – then that can change things for Pinstripe Strong quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, what? They only had two games last time because it was just straight-up tournament style? Yeah, yeah. Right? So, we didn't get to see too, too so much I mean, Lou Dabs seemed good. Um, he looks like a natural athlete. He but, looks like a, a player. But this game, you know, this game is going to come down to how, how or if and how Zoe and Joes are going to get their outs. And how are they going to do it? I really liked the strategy um, in this second game of like going one person, one person, one person, one person for the pitchers. I thought that was very interesting instead yeah. of just like, oh, Nikki pitches the first four yeah. and Dalton comes in from the last two. I'd almost like try and start with Joe and try and steal it out. Like see if I can get one off the board quick. And then like, all right, cool. You got yeah. all you got. Before Maybe they if, get hot. Yeah, yeah. You know. Or maybe start do the other way. If like if Joe, uh, um, Zoe's batting second, then match him up with with Zoe. Maybe try, always try and like line him up with the, the less of the two hitters. Yeah, but the the problem is is like Zoe showed he's good at hitting now. Yeah, so yeah, sometimes Zoe's honestly better than Jack's Jack. Just an athlete. Sometimes Jack looks really bad behind the on, like on the at the plate, and when he's on, he's yeah. very on because he, like, he makes. They up. showed they showed the stat the other day. Like, he's got he's also played more than that, a lot of people, but he's tied for like most all time home runs. Um, 
but sometimes he he looks like he's lost up there. I think some sometimes he works more on pitching than hitting. Um, so yeah, maybe, maybe like, yeah. there might be kind of even at the plate. They're so good. Yeah, both of them. I think we got ice is going to be dangerous this year. So maybe, maybe this um, is a big blowout then. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, like I said, it's all going to be because what we saw in the last blitzball battle, we got ice was good until Zoe pitched. Yeah. Um, and like you said, Zoe's been working on hitting, but has he been working on pitching? Well, that's, I, I mean, knowing him, I think, I think it's he probably be, is. I hope so. I think it's going to be an exciting game either way. I love it. Uh, what, I, what I did forget to do between segments, I had another button. Hit it. Um, nice. So I guess now that's the button to end the episode. <laughs> Hit it again. Oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> I hit two buttons at once. I got fat fucking oh, fingers, apparently. Oh, no. Uh, well, I think that was a great first episode. I think we covered a lot of ground. Do you have anything else you want to take us out on? Any final thoughts before we head to tomorrow? Blitzball was made to be fun. Um, there are definitely like just because of the the nature of this being on the internet. There's going to be a lot of people who are fucking assholes. Yeah. Just yeah. remember, Blitzball is made to be fun. There are no real like. It's a show. Feuds coming out of this. Yeah, nobody's nobody's like getting into fights with one another. It's nobody's fun. like being an asshole to one. It's just fun. Just be nice. And if there's one thing that John Boy Media does well, it's put out a product that is fun. And you can tell that they're so, excited about this one quite a bit. Like they were excited about Blitzball Battle Two. They're really excited yeah. about this one. I think they're really proud of what they've done. And I think even after just two episodes, we see why they're proud and they deserve to be proud. So. I love it's it. So good. Very excited. The the product they put out is so good. It's really awesome. I mean, even like uh, um, Chris Rose was saying, like this setup is honestly ridiculous. Like this is more than professional. So he said, CBS and ESPN would kill to have this. <laughs> it's have nuts. This. I, w- I would love to do walk through the place, but yeah, we'll, and we'll talk more and more and more about it each episode. Uh, I guess do we have like a do you want to say anything as like a fun catchphrase to get out of here? Uh, no. <laughs> All right. Uh, no. <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>. bye. Bye. <laughs> See ya.